Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Play Purview. Watch Speedway live or on demand. And SRV Road Freight Services. Excellence in motion. Bring you Speedway Nation with Jared Ash and Ryan Harris right across the SEM network. Well, welcome back into Speedway Nation live around the SEM network brought to you by the wonderful people at SRV Road Freight Services. It has been a very, very busy January. We're uh, we're in the home office today. We're at home for one day before we <laughs> roll back into uh, into more speedway action around the country. There are some pretty heavy bags under a lot of people's eyes around the country at the moment, and um, a lot of drivers and a lot of teams have worked very hard, and a lot of fans have done a lot of travelling over the last few weeks. So it's been a very exciting time for the sport. Of course, we're fresh off the Flying Horse Bar and Brewery Grand Annual Sprint Car Classic, the biggest sprint car race in the Southern Hemisphere. And uh, it delivered once again the 51st running of the event. It um, saw some American domination, and we haven't seen that for quite a while. The, uh, the Americans came to play at uh, Premier Speedway Warnable this past weekend. They won both the prelim nights. They locked out five of the six spots on the podiums on the prelim nights. And, of course, the Texan from Clute, Texas, Aaron Reitzel, took out the win on the final night of the 51st running of the Grand Annual Sprint Car Classic First American win since 2015. Obviously, Kyle Hurst won that year, but uh, there was some jubilant scenes from the Salem Motorsport crew, and uh, and rightfully so. It's exciting to see Aaron Reitzel take out the $40,000 prize purse. There's plenty to recap about that. There's plenty to look, look to for the uh, upcoming Australian Sprint Car Championship being held at the very same venue this weekend, of course. Modified Sedan Kings Royal coming up as well. We'll touch on all that in a moment. My wonderful co-host, Ryan Harris, is busy preparing some stuff for... Uh, the Ian Butcher Race Parts Kings Royal, a big sedan show this weekend at King Royal Speedway. So we'll touch on that in the second half of the show. But for now, we'll uh, look at some of the excitement from the Classic this weekend. We spoke about how strong the Americans were. Um, the only Australian to actually make one of the podiums on one of the prelim nights was James McFadden. He finished second on the night two prelim. So the night one prelim uh, taken out by Sheldon Hordenshield. Uh, sorry, Aaron Reitzel, Sheldon Hordenshield taking out the second prelim, and those boys would uh, start right at the pointy end along with James McFadden come feature race on the uh, on the Sunday night. It wasn't perfect by any means, but uh, they could race on it, on all three nights. I think the track prep crew there and Mick Parry and the team could be pretty happy about The show was good. The final night did take rubber early, and they had to have some pretty extensive track work, but uh, the wonderful crew there... Wade Oranger, Gavin White, and the uh, the commentary team there, Jake Morell, Rossi, the uh, the guys there kept everyone nice and entertained, which was important. So it was nice to see that uh, it was a good show. 
monster crowds as always for uh, for that. Plenty of activations in the town. It's um it's Warner will get behind. It's uh it's as Aaron Ridsell in his victory speech said, it was uh it's the Knoxville Nationals of Australia and you can see why. They've they've done a wonderful job. Great event and um full tip of the hat to those guys. Monster amount of people watching online, monster people engaging with socials, monster amount of people at the venue. So uh, a big tip of the hat, and we're looking forward to the 52nd running next year at Premier Speedway. They've already announced those dates, so if you're going to book in some tickets, I'd uh, suggest you get there now. But we can't take our eyes off uh, what's coming up this weekend. It's the Lockdown Apparel Australian Sprint Car Championship, 61st running the Australian Sprint Car title, 60th running was last year at the Perth Motorplex in February. This year, it uh, doubles back up at Premier Speedway, so obviously we raced the Classic there last weekend. And uh, <clears throat> it's interesting rolling from the biggest event in the country to uh, to the Australian Championship a week later. It was done like that back in 2016, I believe, at Premier Speedway, Warnable once again as well. So 84 nominations for this weekend. Obviously, a lot of the Americans heading straight back home to get prepared for their season. So one of the interesting parts about the Australian Sprint Car Championship and where it differs from some of the other categories... Uh, can't actually be an international and run the event. So there's no Americans racing in the event, have to, have to be an Australian uh, Australian driver to, to race in the event. So that's one of the interesting tidbits, whereas speed cars, or as they're called in America, midgets, they allow American drivers and New Zealand drivers to come over and race for our Australian championship. Exactly the same deal with late models and other categories. So um, it's interesting. It might be something that we uh, we might have to... Check on the old social media to see what people's thoughts are with that, but uh, it's a pretty polarizing opinion. So, 84 nominations, no Americans in the field, obviously. Um, five previous champions in the field now. Late nomination from Jamie Veal, good to see him in the field, but obviously James McFadden, Kerry Madsen, Marcus Dumsney, and your defending champion, Jock Goodyear. We'll speak on him in just a moment's time. He's probably the, uh, I guess, the main storyline coming in. We've seen how strong Jock Goodyear's form has been so far in this December, January period, obviously didn't have the classic he was looking for. He finished fifth on the final night of the classic. He crashed out of his prelim A main on night number two, but uh, had car speed. He had to come from the B main to drive all up to fifth. And quick tip of the hat to Jamie Veal as well in there. He's uh, He also drove up through the field on the final night of the classic from a B main as well to be fourth. So Veal and Goodyear both in great form. They finished first and second. Uh, in the Sprint Car Speed Week event down there at Warrnambool. So obviously have place around, have pace around that venue. So those will obviously be ones to watch. If Goodyear can go back-to-back, uh, only seven drivers have won back-to-back Australian Championships. Obviously, Kerry Madsen, Dave Murcott, uh, Brooke Tatnell, of course, Gary Brazier, um, Gary Rush, Steve Brazier and Dick Britton, the only drivers to ever go back-to-back in the uh, Australian Sprint Car Championship. So that's uh, a pretty elite group to be a part of if Jock Goodyear can roll that this weekend. You'd have to look at probably James McFadden as your next favourite for this weekend. He's uh, obviously shown pace, haven't won in their own Hodges Motorsport car. We've seen what those guys have done um, with the Callum Williamson W3 rolling in. He's currently the Western Australian champion, courtesy of that win on the Callum Williamson own number three machine over at the Perth Motorplex. So um, it'll be interesting to see how that rolls out. They haven't had a win, we've mentioned. Uh Podium on, podium on the prelim night for the classic, and of course the uh, the guys were very quick all weekend long at the classic. So that's the host venue. We know J Max fast around there, and I think the Hodges Motorsport guys they'll be they'll be pretty strong there, which is something to keep an eye out. McHugh he was fast to the end of the weekend. We know he's won a classic at that venue as well, of course. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how he rolls along. 
they didn't start their classic week off strong. They wrecked their primary car at, at Borderline Speedway in the King's Challenge. They did half a lap at the venue and then loaded up and prepared the uh, the other car. Then they had to change a motor on the final night of the classics. That was wonderfully captured by the the pit guys at uh, at Premier Speedway Warnable and the Clayview crew. They rushed and got that prepared and turned that around and came back out. So they have they've had a choppy preparation, but. Uh, he mentioned on his podium presentation speech last weekend that that was the best they've felt all all weekend long in the feature race. So I think they're not too far off. Of course, Brock Hallett, a little under the radar as well. So he finished second in the Classic, but uh, probably didn't really feature prominently all weekend. Obviously, won the Classic last year. He's done a million laps around Premier Speedway. He had pace as well at the right time of the weekend. So uh, those are some interesting things to, to consider. Plenty of state champions in the field as well. Of course, Matt Eagle, current South Australian champion. We mentioned James McFadden, West Australian champion. Ryan Newton, current Queensland champion. Uh, Marcus Dumsney, current New South Wales champion. So plenty of state champions in the field. Looking forward to seeing what those guys can register as well. It is a little interesting that it comes off the back of the Classic, and I wonder whether sometimes that takes a little shine off the event, um, given that the Classic is such a big event and probably does have a fair bit of a hangover from it. Um both physically and metaphorically. Obviously, plenty of people party pretty hard on the Sunday night after that wonderful event finishes, and I'm sure the Salamotors crew have had a pretty big weekend. Uh, but it is interesting that whether that might be something that uh, those guys look towards potentially maybe separating those to give some air to those in future, or whether they do enjoy running those back-to-back, the Premier Speedway team down there. It's uh, it's always interesting. It's There's no set time for when the Australian Championship has to run, obviously, Last weekend it ran over, uh, last year we should say it ran out in February over at the Perth Motorplex, as that's the natural progression for teams around the country. They're usually in the western side of the country uh, in that February period. It's interesting that it has moved around a little bit in previous times. It'd be interesting to see where it where it goes to. The 2025 Australian Sprint Car Championship will obviously be announced this weekend coming up. Um, Normally that would be already announced, but uh, given the closures with Eastern Creek Speedway and, and those guys just reopening back up, that is currently up for tender. So we'll see this weekend where that gets announced, but whether that becomes a December, January, February, March race, who knows? So that's something to to take uh, a look at coming up this weekend, and, and we'll wait patiently for the SCCA announcement for that this weekend. Um, but there's some great stories coming out of the Classic, of course, obviously, Aaron Reitzel finally breaking through and whether that boys the Seller Motorsport crew to, to roll on. Um, they're in the 84 nominations for this weekend. Strong lineup. The no Americans in the field probably throws thing, throws a bit of a wrench amongst things this weekend. And potentially maybe the, the track conditions suited those American drivers this weekend. Obviously, they've got the track into a much better window with that track prep we spoke about that they were working towards at Premier Speedway Warnable. So... Be interesting to see whether that suits James McFadden. Obviously, he's a American-based driver now, still contesting the Australian title this year as a, as an Australian driver. Obviously, but does a lot of racing with his full-time schedule over in America. So, we saw the Americans come to the fore. The new tyres down there uh, was another talking point in how that grabbed the track and, and worked around things. So, interesting weekend coming up. Lockdown Australian Sprint Car Championship this Friday and Saturday. So, Friday, twenty-sixth of January. And Saturday, 27th of January, this weekend at Premier Speedway Warrnambool. Massive effort by the team to turn that venue around and get that back for another monster event this weekend. Of course, if you can't make it, wonderful to have 7 Plus providing the streaming on their online app. So 7 Plus uh, streaming the Australian Spring Car Championship this weekend. Australian Spring Car Championship this weekend. 
We've recapped the classic, monster classic week. Massive, massive effort by those guys. Pretty dominated by the Americans, obviously. Australian title this weekend. No Americans in the field. It sort of opens things right back up. So looking forward to that this weekend. We'll be nice and busy on clay per view up at uh, Ian Botcher Race Parts, King Royce Speedway with the King's Raw this weekend. It's uh, effectively a mecca for sedan races. But if you can't make it trackside to Premier Speedway or King Royce Speedway this weekend, I'm sure you'll be watching online somewhere. And with that, we'll come back and touch base on the Ian Botcher Race Parts Modified Sedan King's Royal on the other side of this. A big thanks to SRV Road Freight Services for bringing you all the action on SEN Speedway Nation. This is SEN Speedway Nation for Clay Purview. Watch Speedway Live or On Demand and SRV Road Freight Services. Excellence in motion. Welcome back to Speedway Nation. Thanks to Clay for View. You can watch Speedway Live or On Demand and plenty of people enjoyed some live Speedway action this past week. A massive thanks to everyone who's tuned in for the Classic Week, for the Australian Junior Sedan Championship that was obviously taken out by Jaden Santon. It's very humbling to uh, to see so many people enjoy the Clay for View coverage. But uh, for now, we're back with Speedway Nation on the SEM Network. Plenty of sprint car focus around the country this weekend. And now it's time for the... Uh, the big taxi race, as uh, as people love to love to have that joke, but uh, the Ian Botcher race parts modified sedan Kings Raw, the twelfth running this event for the first time ever, pays fifteen thousand dollars to the winner this weekend, this Thursday, Friday, Saturday, up at Ian Botcher race parts King Roy Speedway. Now, as I'm recording this, there's people already camped up there. I've seen the social media posts; it's wonderful. Monster fields of cars this weekend, not just in the main category, obviously the modified sedans, but. The Queen's Royal event, which is uh, an all-ladies event. There's, of course, the Street Stocks and Production Sedan Stampede up there. The Garage 95 Queen's Royal, Speedway Panels Queensland Production Sedan Stampede. They're racing for big money as well. There's massive numbers of cars up there. It becomes just a mecca for sedan races. It's good to see it back once again this year. Massive effort from the team up there already to get this event underway. It's going to be exciting this weekend, of course. We mentioned the 12th running. First time ever, $15,000 to win. $36,450 is what pays out on the A-Main alone. So three-night format. Every driver in the modified sedans will do three heats on night number one. Uh, and everyone else will do two heats on night number two, sorry, I should say. Um, so three heats night one, two heats night two. Every driver does five heats over the weekend. There's no prelim races. Everything comes then down to that final night. So after the first... Two nights of action and every driver's done five heats. The top 16 in points are automatically locked in for the A main. They can't fall out. They can't miss from there. The exciting part about the format is on the final night, every single driver, whether you're 73rd in points, 74th in points, or if you're number one in points, you've got a chance to make pole position on the final night. So there's no C mains, D mains, E mains, F mains. They run a series of dashes on the final night. So... If you are 74th on points and you're in a J-dash, you make that transfer spot, you can continue racing for the night. You don't make the transfer spot, you're done for the weekend and you get to watch from there. So a series of dashes, J-dash, all the way through to the A-dash. And from there, then they run a top eight pole shuffle. That sets the starting field. Top 24 cars after that get locked into the A-main. They take six from the B-main through, which is always a thrilling event. Uh I feel that strong, of course, the B-Main is going to be pretty stacked. But 50 laps, 24 cars, $15,000 to win. It's um, I don't know what more you can ask for from Sedan, guys. Plenty of storylines heading into this year's event. Um, of course, one of the things that came up on social media is uh, 
Brett Barron last year. He was one of the three drivers in contention to continue their very strong record uh, of making every single feature race. Aidan Raymond, former national champion. Greg Walling, former national champion. They've both won the Modified Sedan Kings Royal as well. Those guys have made every single A-Main and every single running of the Kings Royal. Brett Barron has qualified for every single A-Main as well, a local man up there, the cow herder from King Arroy, they love to call him. He's also qualified for every single A-Main at every single Kings Royal, but unfortunately last year, uh, when rolling out for the feature, had a little mechanical gremlin and, and wasn't uh, able to start the feature race. So he's qualified for every single A-Main. Greg Walling and Aidan Raymond have started every single A-Main, but that's pretty elite company to be in. Racing's going to start at 4 o'clock, all three nights up there. You can catch every single thing on clay per view this weekend from the Modified Sedan Kings Royal, taking the uh, ultimate big screen up there from High Tech Halls to Wombus Speedway and really add some carnival atmosphere to that event as well. So looking forward to that. It's a monster event, and you, you just can't quite touch on whether it's the waking up for the bacon egg rolls in the morning at the venue and everyone going to, to get the bacon egg rolls from the canteen. There's people camped there. It's a wonderful showground atmosphere, and... Bit of brings a bit of an old school vibe to Speedway again. It's exciting. Everyone has a great catch up afterwards, and there's plenty of people coming from around the country for their annual catch up there, which is really exciting to see. Of course, we touched on Greg, Greg Walling, Aidan Raymond, and Brett Barron being the only three to qualify. They're obviously pretty strong hopes to make the A Main this year, but we look back to the uh, the the major events so far this season and who's been strong on form it's it's hard to look past a Joel Berkeley who's been very strong I'm sure he'll be right up there with with a fairly strong chance to to make the main Kai Walters obviously the man from Torquay in Victoria another former national champion another Kings Royal winner in the past he's uh he's been very strong won the T-Bar Nationals at Toowoomba already won pocketed ten thousand dollars from there and of course a little issue with winning that race. They had some motor dramas right at the end there. Spun a bearing in the motor, so they've had to rebuild the engine in the Redline 46 registered car from Victoria. So they're coming back. It's nice to see those guys back in the field. I'm sure by the time of recording this, they're already on the drive up, making the long trip from Victoria back up to Queensland this weekend. So excited to have those guys in the field. 74 nominations at the moment, a couple cars withdrawn. Another one we should touch on in the nomination list. I'll wait. I'll wait and see if it's to be believed when he rolls out. But Gavin Fletcher, of course, probably may not mean much to some people around the country that haven't been super into modified sedan racing. But Gavin Fletcher, for the modified sedan fans, it'd be nice to see him back on a nomination list. In what capacity, what form, whether it's a permanent comeback or a one-off, we're, we're excited to see the former two-time Kings Royal champion roll in one more time. Plenty of conjecture about the nomination list. Everyone went, oh, 74 nominations, a little light. I know 74 doesn't sound light. But cars are costing a little bit more to race now. I don't think it's any less strong of a field than we've seen in previous years. Of course, we've had seen around the 80 nomination mark. I don't think we've got any dramas with 74. I think it'll be a wonderful, wonderful event this weekend. 74 cars is nothing to sneeze at. And it's not going to be an easy race to win. Trust me. There are drivers... There'll be 40 cars that should probably make the A-Main. They're only taking 24 cars. Let's let's be honest about it. So I don't think there's anything to, to worry about on that side. And I'm sure the, the fans on the hill won't miss that six cars or whatever it is that makes up to 80 nominations that they were very concerned about. Obviously, everyone likes to see nice big numbers. I'm a big fan of quality over quantity. You need 30 or 40 really good cars to make a really strong race meeting. 
74. They've got no dramas this weekend at Ian Botcher Race Park's King of Royce Speedway. I've heard whispers in the background about people unsure about formats, but the five-heat deal, that's a lot of heat racing over the weekend, and you can't really fall off. You have one bad heat race, and you're making yourself work pretty hard. So the five-heat deal, you've got to be on for a long time over two nights. You've really got to be in that one, two, three, four spot in every single heat race over the weekend. So that's always a talking point with the Modified Sedan Kings Royal whether you can continually hold that strong performance over that time. So that'll be something to keep an eye out as well, which drivers can be consistent over those five heat races. You don't need to win every single one, but you've really got to be in that top two or three spots in almost every single heat. We've spoken about the carnival atmosphere style things, looking forward to the food vans that roll in, looking forward to the merch shops that are there. It's just a great event. It, it feels old schoolish. It feels great. It's at a showgrounds. Everyone has the barbecues going during the day. Any American listeners at the moment, you'll it's tailgating basically for Speedway. They love it. They'll 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 be there and have a great time. It's a great social experience and it's a great event. Something that uh, those guys should be very proud of what that brings to that community. So looking forward to that this weekend. Three massive nights. All starts Thursday, four o'clock in the afternoon. As soon as I finish recording this, I'm going to go and take a big screen track up there and set that up for Clay. If you're looking forward to that, it's been a wonderful time of the year. January has been such a success around the country. And Speedway is in a really, really good spot right now. It's wonderful to see such big crowds at all the venues that I've visited over December and January. I think I've been to 13 or 14 different venues and they've done a wonderful job around the country. I don't think I've seen quiet crowds anywhere. So a massive tip of the hat to the sport, a massive tip of the hat to you guys, the fans that are getting out and supporting these events. It's a good spot to be in at the moment. Speedway's in a good spot and our sport is growing, which is what I like to see. Looking forward to that this weekend. Lockdown Australian Sprint Car Championship at Premier Speedway Warnable this Friday and Saturday night. If you can't make it there, you can catch that on 7 Plus. Wonderful to have those guys, Dean Neal and the team involved in the coverage. And of course, if you can't make it to the Ian Botcher Race Park Kings Royal, you can tune in on Clay for you this weekend. Super Pass available for all three nights, so you can purchase just the one night. It starts at 4 o'clock, local time every single day up there. So looking forward to that. For that, it's been... Speedway Nation, another episode done and dusted. We're back in the studio next week, and I'm looking forward to getting back to some normalcy in the world. Big thanks to Clay for you for bringing us all the action. You can watch Speedway live or on demand, and we hope to catch you somewhere soon around the country.